Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to Fangs Out, brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. I am your host, Vincent Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Would you like to fight the bugs? Click yes for more information. I would like to know more. And Mr. Drew Bishop's eye. We're going to war. We're going to war. We're going to war. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... You have now... This, this episode just became Vincent... Uh, repeats as many lines as he can remember from Starship Troopers, my favorite movie ever made. Um, speaking of bugs, what you heard what? me? I ain't stutter. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay. Never mind. C- carry on. Okay. Speaking of bugs, uh, the Geonosian Petronaki Arena Ace is apparently the new most overpowered ship in X-wing. Um, it ran. These lists ran absolutely fuck wild. At the this was Dathomir, if I remember correctly, the Dathomir Gold Squadron podcast qualifier. Uh, your overall champion. I'm gonna butcher this gentleman's name, and I apologize in advance. I believe it's is it Fawn Langellan? I'm gonna. That's where I'm that's going. He can shoot me later. That. He can shoot me later at for dishonoring his name. I will accept that duel. Um, but he was not the only person to take six uh, to take multiple arena aces to glory. Charlie Cloet. Also took four along with Grievous and Solus one. Um, William McDavid, shout out to, I believe he's from the D.C. area. I played in a couple of his uh, TTS tournaments. Really nice guy with uh, five arena aces and one hive guard. And then your second place, Andrew Prevot, also with six arena aces. Basically a mirror of the uh, of your overall champion, just with four more, uh, a, a bit of four fewer points. Um, Timo Hetzel also took five arena aces. He also brought Gorgle and then Desmond Lau, who also, uh, made the top 32 brought six arena aces, three with predator, one with marksmanship. Simply put folks, it looks like all you have to do is bring four or more arena aces and you're already in the top 32. So let's talk about this because I, I don't really understand how this how this works, how this, uh, how this wins. So I didn't get a chance to watch the top cut games uh, when I tuned in because they started at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. When I tuned in in the final, I saw that it was a mirror match and I just tuned right out and went to play some Vassal. Yep. Um, how does, how is this thing so powerful? So Drew and I were talking about that and we're trying to figure it out more than just, more than just the, what we already know. And, we centered on we think we've centered around the bump mechanic in that the the vast majority of the time and i think there's two or three pilots that that don't care if you bump someone you are giving up both a possibility to modify your attacks and your ability to reposition the thing about these guys is they can bump aces and still have their focus tokens and just destroy you that way. And then if you get if they get bumped by low in it, they can still play as aces by repositioning off the bump anyway. Oh, and by the way, they have a turret, which means that they're okay. putting out a three die shot at range one, normally outside of your arc, or at least in the most advantageous position possible when they have when they have to make that decision. All right, so just run it down for those of us who don't even own a separatist ship. Um, I don't own one. I got it. I got how it. Do they, how do they keep their focus when they bump? What's the what's the secret? No, no, no. I the, the, that's that's. 
I maybe I miss I, I explained that wrong. Drew, help me. Yeah. So so the big thing the big thing with these ships is um, after they perform any maneuver, even a maneuver that overlaps a ship or or an obstacle. Yeah. Um, the, the rotate reposition. They can rotate their they can rotate their arc to give themselves a tractor token to reposition themselves, barrel rolling left, right, or forward. Um, and that is the big that is that seems to be the big issue with them. Um, because when you have six of them, you can position yourself in a way all you really need to do is position yourself in a spot on the board where you're not going to get shot at, and you can automatically rotate your turret to be looking in the direction of where your enemy ships are going to be, so you can fire with them. Uh, the There are two caveats to this. Um, one is the turret cannot be rotated to the rear of any of the Nantexes, but of course or you have to six the same arc. It has to be actually moved. That is correct. The arc has to be moved. So, for example, you couldn't have it right, give yourself a tractor token, um, and then rotate it right again, right? That's that's a thing in the rules. You can't do that. You have to rotate it to a different arc. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. And then, of course, um, it can't be in the rear. So those are the really the only two instances of, you know, gotcha moments like, oh, I've, you know, I, I've screwed up on my engagement, right? So my turret is not where I need it to be. Um, but I do think that uh, well i guess we haven't got started talking about the answers yet to it i think there's a very easy way to answer it but i don't know if ffg will take that route well i just want to keep talking about this to be sure that i understand it so yes. it it seems like not only is there not a drawback to to getting bumped i mean there is a drawback you don't get a focus token you don't get a modified shot um but you you also get the benefit of quite possibly barrel rolling out of the ship that you bumped into yep out of their arc and rotating your turret so that you have arc on them yep yes um, you the thing you're fighting almost has to have a 180 arc to guarantee a shot on you and the vast majority of ships do not have that all right so so why is this just a is it just a, I've got six ships that are always getting shots, even if those shots only have two dice? Um, well, that, and Meanwhile, you're not always getting shots on all my ships or the ones that you want to shoot? Well, so here's the thing, Jeff. And the, and here's the, here's the big thing, and I didn't really think about this until I started talking to Vince about it, is a lot of the times if you bump your opponent and then you move to rotate the arc, you are at range one. So a lot of these two die shots are, uh, sure. especially when you get later in the game, are going to be three die shots, sure, um, which become harder for your opponent, of course, to dodge. Yeah, but, yeah. but I mean that's that's one ship bumping. You're not going to have a conga line of ships bumping into one ship. And I think to... I think if we described, I think if I described it as always having an agile, always having a free rotate action and a reposition attached to it, it would be like you were fighting Agile... It would be like you were fighting Agile Gunner Y-Wings who have a three-die bullseye arc. It's actually closer to Luke Gunner, right? Yeah. Because they've always got a shot. It's like Morna. You know what it is? It's like Morna Key. Yeah. The the thing about it from... Well... Yeah, Mornicky with Dauntless, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the thing about it that I don't quite grok, I guess, is 
why are why are lists having a hard time making them pay for that tractor beam for that tractor token because you can't be in front of them and your side is not and when there's six of them a, a six you know what this is a, i can't believe i get to make this reference uh this is going to take a minute back really early there's a world war ii reference there was a british fighter that was not exactly maneuverable but it had on its roof a quad turret they were rifle caliber machine guns not very dangerous at long range because they just drop out of the sky but if you got close your flank actually was now a negative because you were flying right into a quad turret instead of what normally is a free shot so there's no safe area for you to approach from and they would the british would stack these things in a box almost like they did with b-17s and you would just fly into a wall of bullets so if this guy if you try to flank these you're running into six turrets and if you try to go for heads up you're running into six turrets who also if you fly into their into their bullseye are going to be hitting you with three or four dice normally with a reroll and canceling one of your evades they're, and they have a very good dial. And they have an extremely good dial. There's, They are a threat at every range band. And, and, well, and here's the other thing, too, is if even if it, you know, even you are right, Jeff, it is two attack dice. Um, but the fact that uh, you have six of them, right, that also lays on. Right. I don't that's, think there's any ship. what it seems yeah. like to me. It seems like the the um the numbers just even if you're shooting unmodified dice the sheer numbers are going to take a take the toll you're you're gonna get something through on the fourth shot or the fifth shot if not earlier so do do we want to wait and talk about what the hell ffg was thinking dropping these eight points in one one drop eight points which is something like 22 percent in in one update or do we want to cover that later i mean i i don't think there's any reason to wait this is the point you know uh, last week we were talking about we didn't want to talk the entire time about the arena ace because empire actually ended up dominating the cut well here we are this week and it's not that way now um more people brought the arena ace spam lists and they're everywhere uh, you know, different groups all the way down, you know, well, actually, yeah, I mean, all the way down to finishing 152nd, all the way up to first. I mean, just, this, so these... that we're, just so that we're clear, this wasn't a matter of everybody, everybody brought these, therefore, there were a lot of people advancing. These things had a tremendous conversion rate, um, uh, much higher than, than expected if it were fair and random. So I think it was twice as high. The conversion rate, if uh, as expected, which meaning you know you were twice as likely to get into the cut with these if you brought them than than you would just based on the numbers. I I, that, I would be tremendous. I would be surprised if it was if it wasn't more than twice. There were uh, five. There were five other four plus Patroni aces in the cut. I or in sorry not in the cut in the entire yeah, there, list. Yeah, uh, everyone that came. Um, it was it was uh, it, it was impressive how likely they were to uh, to to advance. I think that I saw one where it's like in the top eight, the only 
the only Nantex list that lost lost to a separatist drones list. Um, so I, I just uh, so we we bitched on this show quite a bit about FFG's weird middling out of nowhere one point adjustments. And for good reason, you know, why are you adjusting one point when uh, you, you don't know what's, you know, the ship hasn't been played in eight months. Why are you adjusting at one point? Let's, yep. let's do something real. On the other hand. Right. We're, point, they can't, they can't be right. That's just insane. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, it is basically us saying that, well, it, you know what it is? And it, it, <sighs> It's us saying that if you make bad decisions, we're going to yell at you for it. Like, yes, we can't have our cake and eat it too. Yes, but the problem is, yes, we can. If you make a one-point adjustment on a ship that was already not competitive, you're not making that ship competitive. And if you put an eight-point drop on a ship that was broken, legitimately was broken when it first came out, and then you make it spammable... you haven't done it yet. You've just made a non-competitive ship broken again. Yeah. Because now there's just too many to deal with. Yeah. It's not just spammable. It's spammable to the tune of six of them at a knit four with yep. two talent. Most the of them highest, have two talents at a time. I think the highest number of any other I-4 you can get is four. I I mean... Uh, the, only, are... the only question... The only question on one is Saber Squad. If they're fours... Then, then you yeah, can get yeah, five of them. You can get five of those. Yeah. yeah, but they wouldn't stand a chance here. Um, if they had a bid and all of them had crack shot, I would give them a very good chance. Uh, can you get five with crack shot? Should be able to. They can't be more than thirty-eight. Yeah, you're probably right. I think they're like thirty-six, thirty-five. So. Yeah, if you if you get a bid there, maybe you can alpha a couple of the a couple of the hive. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you can get you can get five saber squads with a ten point bid. Okay, that's a huge bid too. That's a that's a that's a that's a man what we call a man size bid. But I, I I I agree with you, Jeff. I I don't know if they beat it every time, um, because they don't have rerolls. And it doesn't take long for saber squads to just start disappearing when the people shooting back are putting six guns to your, you know, really realistically call it four. And even with the tractor, like you can't, you really can't knock one out reliably on the first shot. You just can't. You mean one shot from one ship. Yeah, I you, you oh, can't yeah. trade one for one. It's very unlikely. No, I, I think you know if you you're right. I think that if you get if you can take two off the board before they shoot, then I think that you've got a, a chance. But you know that's they have th- they have three agility too, especially they, on yeah. The they don't have to take the tractor. You know they, they also don't have numbers. To take the yeah. And, if they if they know they're going to get torpedoed, they don't have to take the tractor, which is the scary part. Um. Yeah, it's uh. 
So you okay? So good enough. So I think I I understand this. I think we we recognize that an eight point drop was absurd. I mean, probably we agree, we agree that an eight point drop's absurd. Even the, yeah, what? So go. I was gonna say, is it the most? Isn't it the the biggest point drop for a single ship in the game so far? For percentage wise, it cert- it definitely is. Is it really? Oh, percentage wise, there's no question. I would love to know how much the E-Wings have come down. Um, so, well, he said single drop, right? Yes. Okay, that, Okay. if we go single drop, then yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be close. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and I mean, it might be higher than the E-Wings. I, I don't actually remember. Well, the, the other one I was thinking about is we always have to go back to how far the Decimator has come down. Yeah. Because they uh, had no idea how to handle that ship when it came out. And the uh, the scavenged YT has come down a lot from the beginning. And but, it, speaking of that, this is the tournament where I think you've seen the most Ray you've ever seen in, a, in an event list. Yeah, unfortunately. I think I see five. Ray is, Ray is incredibly easy to get into to, uh, Bullseye Arc. That's, yeah. she's uh, and, and even with her basically deleting one ship per turn... Um, ZZ and Tally, which are the most common attachments to Ray, which you might as well just call it guaranteed. Uh, you're not, they're not going to kill one, even with, like, you've got one guy here who made the cut who had Prockets and Magpulse. Cool, you get an auto crit, or you just waste one. That's something, I guess. But I, I just, you know, it's, you got a double Prockets guy who almost made the cut. He probably would have had a decent chance. But yeah, yeah. they're they're, uh, they're forcing this game. The the arena aces are going to start forcing this game into an extremely heavy alpha meta because if you don't do it, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Like, look yeah. at this. You got the five the four scimitar, five scimitars with con- four scimitars with concussion and one with diamond boron. When's the last time you ever saw that? Oof. This is this is depressing. Well, no, okay. Like, yes, woe is us. Woe, you know, woe to the woe to the community. But if anyone is paying attention, this is going to get hot fixed. Yeah, if anybody's paying attention, which means they have to acknowledge that online gaming is happening. Mm, not really. They could just do it and be like, "We did it. Deal with it." They could easily say eight points is more than we've ever dropped a ship before. Um, this was a this was this was not correct, right? Like they could even lie and say this was, you know, this was an accident, right? It should be oh six point drop or a four point drop, not eight. Yeah, right. They could easily they could easily lie and correct themselves, and no one would be the wiser. So where would we put it if we were if we were doing a hot fix? Where would we put it? Um, I, I would think the wording of the freaking uh, thirty eight. I, I wouldn't do points. I would do I would do wording. That's always would, been the question. Has been do you add fully execute to the rotate? Yes. The exactly. problem, Drew. The problem, Drew. They don't change card text. Uh, I was going to say that's exactly it. They don't they don't change it. Yeah. So it has to be points. But ugh, I don't. And I, I mean I don't think I think that the as much as it breaks this fundamental rule of the game, right? I, I think that it also gives them interesting flavor that you don't get anywhere else 
right? It, it's it's interesting that Zaru can do that, right? It's interesting yeah. that Arvel can do that. Um, and, and well, I his, think, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. And I think it's interesting that the Nantex as a chassis can do that. So I, I, I would not be in favor of Arata even if they even if they did it. I would be in favor of a point fix because I think the numbers are just too high. Like the red, the numbers are too high. So uh, it's uh, I would need to see the math, and or I would I would need someone smarter than me to do the math on this. But I'm really curious. If it's just the fact that they can put six guns on one target, that's kind of the 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 real reason for this. Because we talked, everybody here has you know gone on often and loud, and for good reason of how about how good five A wings are. Because they're three agility, they have a token. You can't really track them down. Their dial is great. I mean, how many of these things sound like we've already said them before? And then we talk about the fact that they are never outside of arc. Or they are they are always in a position to fire, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, here we are. We're back to it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is. I think it's too many, too many guns. I don't necessarily think that's it's literally they can always have six guns on target. I just think they've got too many guns available. Whereas you know you you bring a block of four resistance T seventies. Right. If you don't range control very, very well, you're going to get three out of four shots. Well, these guys, even if they don't range control super well, are going to get five out of six shots. Yeah. Possibly with bullseye. Um, I think the other problem is that they're I four. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, think I, I don't. I don't understand why they gave these guys an I three generic and an I four generic. I don't have a problem with them with being at I four. I have a problem with them being at I four. So and so goddamn cheap. Yeah, I just you know it's like um, the the hive guard is is a three, which is you know it's a point less. You're paying only a point to go to a four, but in a meta that you have that you have actually curated to be heavy in generics of two and three. Four is huge. Four is an, an important jump. You may as well be yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you guys ever answer? So what would we put them at? I so, think 38. But they were at 38. No, they were at... If they were... Are they 32 now? No, they're 30 that, now. They're 30 now? Yeah. Oh, dear God. Uh, I thought they were 32. Holy shit. I mean, I guess that means we kind of have to go 36, 37. I would I mean, go 37 because then, then they can't go uh, they can't go crack shot predator and still run five. Right, that would so be my solution. Crack shot predator. Crack shot predator. You need to be. You need to be 36. 35. Five would do it, wouldn't it? Oh, if you, uh, no, if you were thirty six and you took Crackshot Predator, it would be five of them with Crack. It would be five of them at forty points if they were thirty six. Okay, yeah, but I mean, do we Crackshot? Do we have a problem with five of them? What do you think, Drew? Um, 
so I was I was actually going to wait for you guys to be done because I still think that changing the point values is not going to help because we've seen this problem. The 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 Nantex is is the the most recent in a very long list of ships that have been that have become um, not un unbeatable, but certainly uh, broken X wing to a point where you know competition is that's all you see, right? But if you if you really want my two cents on how many we should you should be able to field, I think four, at at most, four. So wh- why why do you come to that number? Why? So you're I, I'm spitballing, man. I don't have a reason for it. I I I know that we, you know, in this game, I want generics to be played, but I don't want to see. I don't want to sit across from three generic jump masters. I don't want to sit across from six uh, or or eight tie fighters. I don't want to sit across from six Patrani aces. I don't want to sit across this, uh, the table from seven Z95s. Like, so that's just an absolute for you. It isn't whether it's a, it isn't whether it's a fair game and even game or whatever. You just don't. No, want to shit. Um, I don't know if that's. I, I think that's a little extreme, because I do think that we've seen. I mean, Paul Heaver's taken um, Z95s to Worlds and won with them before without running a bajillion of them. Right, like there are there are people who have you can. I mean, I want you to be able to run generics. I just don't want them to be spammable. So my hot fix well, would be to just limit the number of generics you can take of any one type. So for example, you can only have two of the I four Nantex, but you can still take another two of the I two or the I ones. Right, like this allows you to have spammable things that are good, but you have different pilots forcing you to kind of change your list around to see okay i have this pilot i have this pilot right do i need you know do i take a uh, an ace now so i have a mini ace with them or not i just feel like the the whole deal ffg's way of dealing with generics is the problem and points are not going to fix it um they're either unplayable or they're too good i don't yeah, know I, if i agree with that i i don't know about that um well, that's just my hot take. So, well, let's, let's take an advantage. Let's take a let's take a Vince Bugaboo, right? Sure. The the arc. Um, this, what is a seventh fleet gunner? Yes. Um, so, uh, it? sure. Or is it's it the not the name, one? but we know what you're talking about. You're talking the about the I three generic arc one seventy. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, it is cheap and it's good for the price, but. Spamming them did not prove to be a problem, right? I, I, yeah. I, I spamming the one hundred fourths was. It wasn't though. What did it? It win? was. How was it a problem? Um, it was well. I mean, Vince, you take a look at it again. They have the they have the the forward and backward arc, right? Which is it was which, Jeff. It was. No, a, no, no. I don't I, have. I don't know what the evidence of it being a problem was. So it, it almost feels like there's it a eliminated the arc eliminated on. rebels from competitive play. Gone. I, no, it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. I think it's a little extreme, <laughs> but specifically though, there was there was no reason to bring. If you wanted to fly high health, high damage, anything, you stopped playing rebels as soon as the arcs came out at their point cost. There was no reason. I, it had the X wing. It had eighty five percent of the X wing. No, it had more than eighty five percent of the X wing's dial. It had half again as much health. It had an extra arc. 
and it only cost, I think it was two point, I think it was one point more. But it didn't and win. It did win. We just don't have those, Jeff, we just don't have list forces from a year ago. It, it, <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I never saw a top cut ever with more than a couple of arcs in it. I mean, it, but again, it, it, it comes I, down I to... I think if we went back and looked, I think we would find more than that. It comes down to how the game was played. When a game lasts only six turns and you have, what was that, like almost 40 health to chew through in three ships? Or, or something something it was 30 high. and then you had a fourth ship yeah yeah you had oh you had obi-wan usually usually obi-wan <laughs> to, help, to help them keep their tokens I think that it it the again we come to the same conclusion that the um the the arcs were able to do uh, most of what the nantex could do you had multiple arcs you had the ability to barrel roll um albeit the, the ability to uh tractor yourself um, you could bump and you had a forward and rear arc, so you could get multiple shots. The only difference was your your base size. Um, obviously, your dial. The dial was a huge thing with them. Um, but, of course, they had the front and rear arc. And then you also had um, the agility is also very different. But at the end of the but day... They still, I mean, they still had a usable... They still had a very playable dial. They the did. They did. They just didn't win like the Nantex. Right. Well, it's, okay. We say win like the Nantex because they've won one, two events straight. Like uh, we're we're going dominated to events straight. They didn't I mean, dominate the last one. They were they were a surprise winner at the last one. I agree they dominated this one. So for the for the number that were played, they dominated the last event. Yes, that is um, correct. Yep. For I, how many people took I, them I just, versus how I many made the cut. I, I don't think I think that the exact way that you balance generics is cost. I think that's exactly what you do. Now, I'm not against having two daughters or three daughters saying you can only be two or two or three of this particular pilot or whatever. I'm not against that. But again, that's getting into errata, which yes. they are, are not willing to do. They, um, we've seen all them, of it should have been electronic, by the way. I, I completely agree it should have been electronic. But I also want to say that we've seen them we've seen them change the core rules before. By adding little caveats and stuff, I think that this is an easy thing that they could add. But at the same time, Jeff, I do I do completely agree. If there's a way to, to mitigate it with cost, let's go for it. But they have a track record of not, of never doing that, so that's why that's where I was coming from. I don't. I, I just want to jump in real quick on something Jeff said. There were only three of these last week, or the la- at the last qualifier, and yeah. they stopped at two of them stopped at the thirty. 30- I'm sorry. Once you got to the top 16, there was only one left. So they, it was not nearly the same level of dominance. Not but, even close. Well, hold on. But that's also the same that we have the same numbers from Whisper back when the Phantom first came out and people were saying that she wasn't a problem. There were four of them that were in the tournament. Three of them made the top 32. Two of them made the top 16. Two of them made top eight. And then one of them made it to the final. How yeah. do you remember that? Because it's Whisper and I... I'm not careless. Yeah, and that's what know. I'm talking about. For the numbers that were brought, it dominated last time. Um, for you know, this time okay. there, were, there were a lot more brought, and it dominated even harder. But you know, um, I like I you can see that, people trying to figure out a way around this. Just looking at the list people brought, like. 
There's somebody, by the way, this guy's a hero. Uh, James Ritter got to the top 16 with Lumi Padme. Yeah. Wait, just the two? No, Wolf, Lumi, Padme, Anakin. So the the, the Republic Fours. I watched a couple of games on stream um, with that list, and I have never seen (coughs) so much confusion, the players and the spectators, as to what was going on and miss triggers and stuff as I did in that game. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Like then you had um, another guy who made the top eight. He brought seventh sister, fifth brother with homing and then two sigmas with crack shot. So he was trying to overwhelm. He was trying to, you know, punish them for taking their, uh, their tractor actions at all. Um, you had Bartos, uh, the man himself brought, uh, Bistan perceptive dash with chopper in the ghost, which I thought would have done extremely well against them, but I don't know what he ran into. Uh, it's actually a good question. Where is that? Where, who, who did he? He ran into bullseye arcs, being able to have him every time. Uh, he didn't actually run into. Where's this guy? I just saw it. No, he ran into an imperial aces player, and that's who got him in the in the cut. So he never even got a chance. But I, you know, that's my feeling is that I think probably double tap Baston would have, or a double tap Dash would have wrecked the Arena Ace list, especially because he's moving after with a repo and probably still taking an action. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Marcel Manzano brought, you know, good old fashioned Wedge Luke AP5 for Torp Spam. He made the top 16. Um, Prockets ZZ was out there a lot. Double heavy laser cannon, uh, and fifth brother with homing missiles. I mean, people are trying to alpha the are, are building for alphas again. Octor Khan brought triple discord, double plasma. Yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to um alpha or crit. That's or land crits. Which, yeah, uh, and that's why I. <coughs> That's why I don't think that they need to be moved down to four because they are four hull, no shields, incredibly critical. And if they're tractoring to get reliable shots to agility. Um, so I would put the, <coughs> I'd probably put the, the ace at 36. That's what I said. Give you crack shot and predator. Or and uh, crack shot and predator at forty, and you could bring five, or crack shot and marksmanship, and you could have a bid. Um, of course, we know that I would prefer not to have bids at all, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're this 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 game is going to get dragged into a into an alpha strike meta if the if nothing is done about the arena aces. Um, I don't think anything will, at least until COVID blows over. So we're going to be at this for a while unless we have... I saw someone make a thing about changing things, like yourself. I wonder if I wonder if an emergency... I mean, again, I don't think there's reason to change anything right now as far as emergencies go. But looking at the matchups that they had, I looking do. at how far they've gotten, <laughs> I think we're going to see more of them in the top. And we're going to continue to see more of them in the top. I, I was just, I mean, I was looking forward to watching a, a streamed game on Sunday morning. And uh, 
and I flipped it on, and it was 12 aces going at each other, or 12 uh, bugs going at each other, and I was just, I didn't even watch. I mean, it was... The only was, good bug is a dead bug. There's no <laughs> interest. I mean, I don't hate the ship or anything. I just, it's like, I want to see a match where there's things going on other than people just trying to line up bullseyes and... <laughs> and, Bump, uh, bumping each other moving behind like it's not it's not ace play uh or at least it doesn't feel well like it is it's play. just the most abusive kind it is it is the ultimate abuse of the ace mechanic right. in that bumping it doesn't stop it that's really right. the deal that's really the deal and and it boils down to exactly why whisper was not very fun to play against or to watch in certain situations where you're playing the game, but the game is I'm not going to get shot at, and I'm going to get to shoot you every turn, and that's exactly what the Nantex do, and that's not playing the game, right? Your opponent, I also, yeah, I also wonder maybe if the Nantexes aren't bringing out a problem that I've had with this game for a long time, in that there's no benefit to flying not as a brick. Um, unless you're an ace. Well, unless you are dedicated single ships, there is no point to not flying as a brick, which in reality, everybody in the brick just dies. Like in world, like that's how this worked in world war two. If you stayed in a solid formation, you got shot to shit. That's why the Germans moved to the two, what they called the flight, which is a pair. That's why the British got away from the big wing. This is, this is counter to how this game was supposed to be built. And flying as a brick and just focusing down one thing at a time while you green dice your way through not through your opponent not being able to do enough damage, that's not a skill that's not a skill strategy. That's I'm, a No, go ahead, don't finish, please. Uh, that's that's <laughs> not a skill-based strategy. That's I'm abusing the rules and I know you can't do anything about it. I so I, I I do like it, Vince, but I also think that it's a rabbit hole because then that gets into the whole mechanic about how the game is played in general, right? Because the well, way I mean, we're we're there already. Played, the game the, the way the game has been played has never been like that. Um, but I, I okay, maybe it hasn't been like that. But you should the game shouldn't reward you for flying stupidly. Like you should be getting a benefit from flying a proper strategic approach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that this game needs to needs to actually be Wings of Glory, but you can port over tactics into this game without killing it. Uh, yeah, true, true, true. I and mean, I'm and I'm not the most strategic guy in the world. Like Jeff will verify this. I I go to every game like I'm carrying a hammer, but. I would change that if there was a reward to it. So, so one of the things that, speaking of Wings of Glory, one of the things that it does is you can, planes can actually overlap with each other. And when that happens, um, it, it's, you could have had that. I, I was always kind of curious why they didn't do that in X-Wing. Um, in Wings of Glory, the way that you do it is you just replace your 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 plane's base with a card that's the exact same size that pictures your plane on it, right? Um, 
And I was always curious why X-Wing didn't do that. Uh, if you... I don't know if it would help. I mean, if you bumped, you could say, you know, you've if you're overlapping with a friendly, uh, you're both too busy trying not to kill each other to shoot. Um, I don't know. It's a... I don't really have a problem with the the flying in brick formation. I, I know what you're talking about, that it's it's like it isn't it's one forward to victory is what you're talking about. What they yes. always Well it's out. it's no 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 it's suicide. No like, no I, I yeah, I, I get it. I don't I don't really have a problem with that because I don't I don't care if it's real realistic or not, right? Like yeah. I don't I don't okay. really care about that. Um but I do agree that that, I, well, I mean, I think in this case, doing that against the, the Nantexes, who are also doing that, is suicide. The only, I, I don't, I don't know of another six ship list yeah, that I would take, that I would, you know what, right. I might, I might take Republic wise. I mean, there was the there was the Howrunner Swarm before it got nuked. Yeah, Howrunner Swarm would do would probably have a good chance. We also, but there's the thing, Vince. We saw the CNR, we saw the um, the aggressor spam against it, and it, it went. What is it? Two hundred O against the aggressor spam? No, it was. I think it was like two hundred to, to ninety one. Okay, okay, but even so, it was still a decisive victory. He whooped his ass. He whooped yeah. his ass. So, and that was like, with Sloan, by the way. I should point that out. Right, right. Because you can still give yourself... Uh, no, you can't perform the turret action, can you? If you're stressed? You would not be able to perform the turret action, no. Wait, we need to check if that... Hang on. I got I Yeah, sorry about that. I, I should have... We I, need I, to I'm, know if it says rotate the turret or perform a rotate sure. action. I'm pretty sure it's an action. Yeah, it's a rotate action. Yeah. Okay. Well then, yeah, I'm surprised. I would, I would like to think that Sloan, the Sloan Swarm, would be doing better. But yeah, the problem with that is that the, whatever Sloan carrier you've got, again, easy to line up in bullseye. Yep. It, it's going to get nuked. Yep. Easy, I was going to say easy to take down. Exactly. Um, and the and the five the five uh, CNRs with dorsal turrets aren't enough damage to stop them from doing it. You can't punish them fast enough. Exactly. Nope. Because you're dead before you shoot. I just think that six is just too many. It's just yep. too many. I um, I think they break the. Uh, I think they're breaking the bump mechanic. Like I said, I tried to explain this at the beginning of the show, and I guess I missed the, I missed the trick. Let me try this again. Because of where they are in the initiative brackets, they can be bumped. By small, by lower init ships, and still act like an ace by rotating and and rolling away. Okay, which means you're still yeah. able to arc dodge on lower init ships, but against the high inits, there's enough of them. Or e if this problem wouldn't even be solved if there was only five. This is a problem because they're going to put three die predator, or three or four die predator crack shot into whatever they're shooting at once two or three of you have bumped on them. They can play both sides of the game equally effectively, and you shouldn't be able to do that. That Do you get it now, Jeff? Do you follow what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think the problem's the bump mechanic. If the problem were the bump mechanic, you would be all in on me, my love for Zari. No, 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 no. I don't think no, I'm, Jeff. I'm saying that they are breaking the bump mechanic. I'm not saying the problem is with that actual rule. I'm saying that they are taking a mostly well-written mechanic and taking and taking the most possible advantage out of it to a point that was not intended. I mean, you could also make a really silly argument too about realism, right? Like, is this ship? just not going to take any damage when bumping and still being able to use all its systems. I don't want, to... I, I, yeah, normally I, I would yeah. agree with you. I just don't I, want to see a game nope. where decimators run everything it, over. Yep. It's a, it's a rabbit hole. Right. But again, yeah. I do, I do believe Jeff, what needs to be done is after you fully execute, I think it should have been there from the beginning. I don't know. Probably. Yes. Not. No one's talked about the, as far as I know, there was no, you know how FFG now like does the review things online and they like talk about things that are coming out. I don't think no one ever said anything about that with the Nantex. I don't understand why they chose to remove that. Were they trying to make the ship different? Because all they did now with the spam is just, I mean, quote unquote, break it, right? Okay, well, let me try again. So let's say you've got two of these guys. Sure. And that same bump mechanic, right? Same, It's they don't have to complete the maneuver. You've got two of these guys, and then you build out your rest of the list with whatever else. All right? Are okay. these guys still broken? I think if you... I think if you downgraded half of these to Stalgasins, the difference would be negligible. But there, you would have a few... You would have a limited number of matchups where... The I four we're losing out on the I four cost you games, but I don't think there would be enough of them to stop what we're seeing. But that, uh, that's sorry, that's not what I'm asking. I'm just asking. I, I'm not. I'm saying if you have two Nantex in your list and the rest is non Nantex, is the bump? Oh, if the rest of the list is no Nantex at all, yeah. No. So the problem isn't the bump mechanic. The problem is the sheer numbers. Yes. So fix the sheer numbers. The problem is, is when you don't have internal pricing consistency, if you knock it down to only four allowed, they're just not going to bring any because it's not as efficient as droid swarms. I, I agree. So I say try five and see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I, maybe it is still a problem. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not still a problem. Maybe it is. The, the the thing is that they took it from you can only bring four to you can bring six without skipping completely. You can bring six with a bid. Yeah. Skipping completely over, you can bring five. Yep. I agree. And I'm saying maybe they should have stopped that you can bring five and see where that goes. And maybe that's how where they should go now. Because what I'm afraid of is they're going to completely fucking nuke it again, push it up to 40 points, or they're going to raise it by one. Well, here's Which, the just looking at some of the other lists that climbed up the tree with them. Um, you had a hollow and proud tradition and three Sinar Jameis engineers, which that's the, the Sinar Jameis is the I one, correct? The silencer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
So then you had another guy who was hollow Kylo, two epsilons. Um, you had bump some people. Uh, Tim Open brought bombardment drones, which would be very good against them since you're going straight to hull. Um, I love that that five scimitar list. I yeah, but you know, I, I'm not. I I without Jonas, I I I'd rather just have barrage rockets. Yeah, although I think the reason that this thing made the cut is the skilled bombardier and the proximity mines. Right, but that I mean, you drop the diamond boron down on the scimitar squad, and you have Jonas anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh no. I don't know. I I don't. This is weird to me. Uh, this, the arena aces are just so different. It's just such a different ship that it's hard to identify what's really taking this thing. And Jeff, yes, it is the numbers, but it's also more than that. Mechanically, they're just weird. Yeah, and I, I think that's why they would. I think that's why they will. They won't change the um, fully execute language. I think they want them to be weird in that way. Yeah, but again, you look at a lot of the lists here, and what you guys were were hinting at as well earlier, which I didn't, which I didn't speak about before you started mentioning the rest of these lists. None of these other lists would be hit or changed from the you can only run three or four maximum of a specific type of ace, right? I we remember have... saying that I thought X-Wing needed some kind of detachment thing, and everybody got mad at me. Um, I don't know if a detachment thing is, is good, but I do feel like the generics, there should be a cap on how many you can run in a 200-point squad, forcing you to change your list up a little bit, right? You, you have Luke and some of the generic golds, You've got um, Grievous and, and a squadron of four, um, uh, what's it called, vultures, right? Like, I don't want to keep coming back to this, but I, you know, this will be my final nail in the coffin for it. But yeah, what you guys mentioned is sort of, you know, the point, like, because again, if the points change and it goes up, it's unusable and no one will, no, everyone will go back to droids. Well, how do you change that? You can keep it the same point value, but limit how many you can take in a list. Or you can do something between an eight point drop. Yep. <laughs> and, a, and a zero point drop. Yeah, you're 100 right, Jeff. Eight <laughs> eight points is so much. It's 20, right. You said 22. percent It's insane. It's 48 points. This is a 200. And this was a 248 point list before the points change. 248 points. Now, was it worth that? Obviously, it wasn't worth that. Yep. yep. But it's also obviously not. 48 points worse than a 200-point list. I, I just... What were they thinking on this? I, it's almost like it was a typo. Now, what's funny is, is when they were... When, remember what they said when they introduced this price cut is they only wanted to open it up a little bit? Yeah. And instead they... let a pit bull into the room. In a, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, they, this... I don't see a way around this at the current right. as the way things are right now. I don't see a way around this. I'm going to say something that is going to be a little bit controversial. I am just fucking sick of crack shot. I don't care if it's broken. I don't care if it's fairly priced at two. I don't want to see it go to three and think it'll be better. I'm just sick of seeing it. I just want them to get rid of Crackshot. I want Crackshot to be t 
10 points. <laughs> Why is um, that? I, I just, I think Crackshot is, Crackshot is a spammable, feels bad card. Crackshot is a card that makes you feel bad when you roll an evade. And you shouldn't have to feel bad when you roll an evade. I Interesting. Also, I also feel like, you know, because I was running, I, I, you know, I run Imperials a lot. Um, I run uh, Republic, or sorry, not Republic Resistance a lot. And when trying to make lists, nearly every single list I had had Crackshot or Predator in it because you know the 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 elite talents um some of them are you know okay but unless you're trying to do something very specific they're almost never you know most of them are never used and the ones that are are ridiculous like crackshot and predator for the point cost and the value you why would you take anything else yeah right like yeah i'm not saying it's too good it's just when every ship is taking it um, regardless of whether or not it does anything, because you know a lot of the times Crackshot on Poe or Crackshot on Suntier really won't do something. Um, it's crackshot on Suntier is always going to do something. It's this is also true. Um, I'm so my examples are bad. I apologize, but I still want to say like out of all the talents, most of them are overpriced or not that good. The vast majority yet. are badly overpriced. Yes. Yes. Like I, I'm, I'm just gonna say it out loud. Does anybody think outmaneuver is a six point card? Uh, Anyone out there? Is it? I wait, mean, on. It, it is played. It, is it? Is it primary uh, only? Is it primary only? No. Uh, so then, if you make it like anywhere from two to three points, then we're just gonna see it on the Nantex, and they're just gonna wreck even more. Uh. I mean, <laughs> right? Outmaneuver is outmaneuver is played. I, I just uh, I, Drew, Drew, we will not see it only on the Nantex because it has to be your front arc, and they don't have one. That's what I thought. Yep, never mind. Outmaneuver is a conditional wedge ability, right? It, which, yes, yes, which is really good. I I don't think it's six. I mean, maybe not, but it is played and people do win games with it. So I, I'm not ready to say it, it's a six-point card or it's a four-point card or whatever, but it's certainly not a three or a two-point card. I will say that. Like, I definitely um, don't think so. I definitely don't think selfless or uh, not selfless. Elusive is should be three points. That should be one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Snapshots, st snapshots, still overpriced on small ships. Rightfully so, again for the same reason, right? Spammable in the A wings. Yeah. So mm. yeah, a lot of the a lot of the talents are overpriced. Um, a lot of the talents are, you know, a lot of the talents are very very conditional. Um. Yep. Yep. But I, I don't really think I, I'm just tired of seeing Crackshot. I to to bring this back to what I was talking about. I it 
you just do not see an extended tournament game without crack shot enlists. And I, I'm tired of seeing it. I, I wouldn't have a problem with crack shot if it were one use and it flipped the evade to a focus. Well, I guess I should... I mean, I'm just looking at this. The only people who brought it were... Yeah, we're the aces. We're the, the Petronaki Arena aces. But there's the other thing too, Vince, right? This is Oh no, there were Sigmas with it, but that's it. But the talk the talk about Crackshot though is not just about this tournament. Overall, it, I would I would argue that it and um what's it called? Heroic are like the most taken um yeah. EPGs. The difference being that heroic's actually a card that's good for the game. Notice right. that I'm not calling heroic a good card. I'm calling heroic a card that's good for the game. Jeff will never uh, admit heroic is good, and that's because as much as he talks about liking math, he doesn't actually like math. I mean, we already math. heroic we, is not good. We've proven that math doesn't like Jeff, so. <laughs> if you do the math on heroic, it's not good. Heroic is different; is good for different for reasons other than the math. And if, if I had my way, heroic would be in the game period so if you roll for every ship every attack every defense if you're rolling at least two dice and you roll blanks you re-roll your your dice interesting so that's how much i like heroic um but crack shot is the opposite of heroic heroic is a i feel psychologically secure card Crack shot is, I'm going to fuck with this guy and make him feel bad because he rolled an evade card. And those are... I think it are, should be... I think if you wanted to fix crack shot, you would just change the timing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... It was like that at first in first edition, and nobody played it because... Sounds like I solved my your problem for you, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reason the timing ended up the way that it is, that it did in first edition and then into second edition, is that it was it was unplayed at first in first edition. So um, I just like Back. to see the the card just. I would like to see juke go away, crack shot behave as a one shot juke. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, before we head out, where we are bumping up on the clock here. You guys know where I stand and where I think the meta is going with this and that I think that people are just going to start building harder alpha lists. What is – if you guys had to try to build a list – well, no. Let me re, let me run this back. Are the arena aces about to start turning into the gatekeeper that changes how the, where you have to build against them or you might as well not even show up? Oh, no, you, they, they are. There's no doubt. Yeah. They're two, week, two weeks from now, you are either bringing – bugs or you're bringing a list that that can beat the bugs that is designed to beat the bugs <coughs> it's already happened yep you are you are a bug or you're gonna beat them yeah yep. well uh, to defeat the bug you must understand the bug here's the problem that you have with with hard alpha strike lists typically in order to hit really hard with double modified shots You've got a limited number of ships. Yep. So if you pooch one of your hard-hitting shots, 
Uh, and we've all done it. We've all done two hit proton torpedoes with double mods before. Can you not give me nightmares, please? Yeah. <laughs> if you do that, or even if you don't pooch it, and that one of them natties out. Yeah. You're you're screwed. You've got so you are. It's it's really funny to me because it's like the the players who are going to bring these hard hitting alphas are actually increasing the effects of variants they're they're decreasing whether or not they'll roll you know their only two hits or whatever they're decreasing that for sure but when it happens that it's a it's calamitous it's like and i i find that kind of funny that because I play players casually who do that kind of thing, who love Alpha Strike with Daryl does and David does and Brian does. And I play them, and when their Alpha Strike does not, when their Proton Torpedo doesn't hit well, either because they rolled poorly or somebody nattied out, <coughs> it's just devastating to their chances in the game. Yep. And that's, yep. that's what I think we're going to see, because the Nantexes don't have that problem. They don't run out of, they don't run out of proton torpedoes. Yeah, they they they, they don't get two turns of like not bumping, right? They can not bump forever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I think we're going to see. I think we might see trajectory simulators tried. Um, that was probably my my backup idea. Was, you know, do you start bringing? Uh, some kind of bomber with Page Tico, so that yeah. you drop one, then you shoot, then you drop another one. Yep, yep, yeah, maybe. Right. I, I, yeah. We saw the bombers. Do, yeah, we saw the bombers do well, right? And you just we're, we're going to see lists where they bomb harder, right? Like, well, here's I mean, it, it, here's an idea, and this you know, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. With uh, with that new. What's his name? Uh, oh my God! With the uh, who Oscar Isaac's character, someone Poe Dameron. With the oh. new Poe coming out, is there any reason why we might not see double Cobalt uh, and Poe? I mean, people might try it. It's just that the bombers are—they're just ungainly. They're hard, you know. They're—they've got great arc coverage. They've got two hundred and seventy degrees of arc. Yeah. Um, I love the resistance bombers. I I I don't win with them very much, but I I find them very fun to fly. <laughs> I I think probably having if you if from resistance players who are going who are looking at just building an anti uh bug list, I think you should probably start with two trajectory simulator bombers and Poe Dameron. Well, consider this though. These the the cobalt bombers are init ones, I think. Yeah. Yep. One of them's not going to be there by the time it comes time to fire. I I'm not sure about that. Um are we talking six Nantex? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure that that a the bombs are going to have no effect on getting rid of one before after the first turn of engagement because remember that's a large ship and if you move, like, if you too straight forward into where you know that they're going to have to be, they're just going to hit you and bounce, and they're going to run out of room to barrel roll real quick. 
And or if you play, they're going to get their first shots at range three. Right, probably. and at range three, they're gonna. It's they're they're probably not going to get bullseyes. Not very many of them. Maybe two. We didn't mention one other thing that's also killer with them as well. If they bump you, they don't have to tractor. They can stay bumped. So what I, I used to do this a lot with Whisper against higher initiative ships in, in 1.0, right? You, you may not be able to, she may not be able to, to survive an engagement, but if I get, if I bump the initiative 11 Vader and I'm still cloaked, I can just get behind him. And it's the same thing with the, with the Nantex, right? They can choose to not move and then next turn be somewhere where they, where the, uh, the star fortress might not be able to shoot them. But that is but if, also you, if you think about the amount of coverage of Star Fortress has, yes, it's very big, and the ability to throw bombs out to range four or five if you put skilled bombardier on them. Yep, you well, you do have a certain doesn't affect uh, trajectories in the order. Oh, is it drop only? Yeah. Drop only, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, especially if you take if you mix your seismics and your procs and your your proton bombs. You have a sizable amount of board control, and they can't really split off shots to go after Poe, because if they do, they're not killing a big boy, right. and then they're going to get dropped on again. But they so, can because there's six of them. <laughs> even so, I know, even I know, I know. It, it's it's you very easily can bump a, a can afford to put a bomber up to fourteen health. <laughs> That's five points. Like you're, aren't they twelve base? Yeah. Do they don't do they not have two mods? They don't. Oh, all right. Thirteen health. The point is, at thirteen health, they would have to. Four of them would have to get bullseyes. They'd have to hit every shot. They'd have to do full damage on all of those. You would have to roll no evades, or they would have to crack shot every evade you rolled. A bomber only need. When you're talking about throwing out proton bombs against things with no crits, with no shields, how long do you think you really need before that starts to stack up value? Yeah, no. You, and like you, if if you hit four ships with a seismic charge, you're talking about you've wiped out four out of twenty four health. Yeah, I, I see. I think that the bombers accept the seismic charge on all six ships to wipe out. The, the Nantex accept, accept a seismic charge on all six ships to wipe out a bomber. But I don't think they can do it. I, like, I, I think they can. Um, I think that, well, okay. They can maybe do, again, they would have to roll, fuck, nobody would be able to roll two blanks, Jeff. Shall we Shall we say that it's just, it would be a good game? It's a game I would actually want to watch. I would love I would to see that. I would love to see good players fly two bomber two bombers Poe against six arena aces. The problem is, and this is where I was talking about gatekeeping, two bombers Poe gets murdered by any three ship Imperial. Yep. So that's the problem. You get like, we're now getting with the way these lists work. We are getting into the realm of there is no generalist list. You have to bring what you're good at and hope that you get a good draw. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, in two weeks, you are not going to be able to avoid drawing a Nantex. No, and, and six Nantex and and three ship Imperial cannot beat six Nantex. You can't do it. I think it depends on the player, but I don't no. want to. Again, I don't want to nope. go down the rabbit hole. It does not, Drew. 
go back two weeks ago and watch what happened to three different guys who tried it. Yep, yep, yep. Bohan went through them like they they weren't even on the board to him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, again, I find this very depressing, and I would love to know what FFG was thinking when they when they thought eight points was a, a sensical thing to do. I just the, seeing this just makes me wish that E wings had had uh, missile slots and torpedoes. R three FCS cluster missiles. <laughs> God, I wish. All right. Um, Speaking of wish listing, is there anything else we want to talk about? No, I think that was it. No, I All think right. next week we're going to talk about the lat, right? Yep. Um, no, I think we rained on people's parades enough today. Just if you're going to, what is the next one, by the way? I shall find out. If you're going to the next Galaxies uh, event... The next one is Concord Dawn, uh, September 19th and 20th, and that is on Sydney time. So if you're going to that and you think that you have an answer for the Nantex, let us know. We promise we will not spoil your uh, your secret tech. No, but we may use it for the crate, uh, for the crate qualifier, a.k.a. me. <laughs> yeah, Vince wow. might steal it, but he won't. He will not. Uh, he will not reveal it to other people. He might and I won't it. say where it came from. Yep. Unless you want us to. In which case, of course, all credit. In, in case you want to call your shot, win Concord wow. Dawn. <laughs> wow. We we just want to talk. We just want to talk. I hope somebody wins Concord Dawn with Fen Rao. Is all I'm saying. That's Fen Rao has no place in a game with Arena Aces. Okay. He's just meat. I, I just, I'm just, I'm just hoping. You know what? You know what has a chance? Not much of one, but a little bit of one is Wookies. I, I, I was at that they were in the back of my mind the entire show, and all I kept thinking is, I don't think they can. Uh, they don't have. This is weird to say. I don't think they have the health. Yeah, they, they do. On the other hand, they do have reinforced. When when you're when you're facing six ships, that is a lot of value. That's true, but I mean, once you get in once once you get into the mix, they're going to burn down one per turn. Yeah, and that's the pro that's the problem. They are just as they are. They are very good at long range with predator bulls, like with predator crack shot and three dice. Yeah. They are even better at mix it up range, which is the scary part. It's it's incredibly annoying. I I just FFG just uh, here here are your generic X wings that you can take five of them. Oh, in the next update, here are these nightmare insects. You can take six of those, and they just well, they're aces to the generic X wings. By the way, yeah, that's Otherwise, fair. They do yeah, that's true. Okay, um, yeah. Well, all right, folks, uh, now that we've officially made you all very sad, including Jeff, uh, let's go ahead and sign off. Drew? Have a good one. Jeff? Yeah, have a good week. Thank you, everyone, for who is coming back to listening after a very long time off. Uh, Vince, the editor, apologizes for being shit at his job, and, you know, we will, we will try to get better as everyone's life adapts to the new paradigm. Thank you very much. Bye.